beautiful people. It is Patricia, your self-care queen. I am here to go ahead and merge the world of wellness and reality. But first of all, I want to say thank you for listening to me. I know you guys could be listening to any other podcast, but you're listening to mine and I appreciate that. Love you guys. Thank you so much for being here. But let's go ahead and jump into what I want to talk about. Let's talk about emotional well-being and in the middle of a pandemic, what do we do to keep ourselves centered and how do we how do we live through this experience without losing our minds. (laughs) I really do believe that this is a possibility. I feel as if I've been practicing for this for five years. Like I have been leading up to exactly where we are right now for the last five, possibly six years now. And I just feel like I, I need to share this with you guys, right? We no longer have a lot of the things that we used to available to us, like so a lot of big social gatherings, dancing and getting out and, and releasing this energy that I really feel is pent up in a lot of us. And we're seeing this come out and manifest in some negative ways, but I'm not going to talk about that specifically. What I'm going to talk about is you guys. I'm talking to both my men and my women. We all struggle equally with self care. Men, you guys do. Women, you do. We are very hard on ourselves and it's important that we start to focus on what's super important and that is ourselves in order so that we can be our super people to the people that we love. We want to go ahead and give ourselves 100%. Therefore, how you cannot serve from an empty cup and it's important that we remember that. So here we go. What do we do in terms of self-care? What does that look like? What, especially like for men and for women, you know, if I'm talking to both of you guys, it is going to look a little different, right? But what are some very key elements to what we can do as men and women to keep from kind of losing our minds a little bit in this whole epi- um, this pandemic, right? So let's talk about self-care strategies through tough times. One of the things that I like to do is focus on self-compassion, you know, what happens as you know we are in the middle of a challenging and emotional time frame where we are struggling with fear with loss anger disappointment and grief compounded with suffering from you know past emotions versus trauma pent-up energy that we're all experiencing and what do we do with that so how do we navigate through these these crazy waters right now and develop ourselves as self-compassion people right like what do we do um Essentially, what we're going to try to do and what I'm going to focus on is is really how do I get to a self-compassion place? So as you guys all know, I struggle with my own personal um, self-demons and what that specific one that I will always share with you guys is overeating and um, self-soothing myself in a way that's not a good and it's not a positive, right? So um Let's go ahead and talk about how self-esteem during this time is taking a hit. Because honestly, guys, self-esteem is like the holy grail and it eludes all of us. Most of us. <laughs> Not all of us, but most of us. And and we tend to wrap ourselves up in self worth on achievements and on comparison of other people and you know but what is that it's super unstable right it is unstable and truly unreliable so what do we got to do we got to go inward because especially right now we are in a very unique time frame where we are not going out and seeing others to kind of fill up that 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 side of ourselves where you know we're patting each other on the back we're giving each other kudos got to you know whatever it is that we get our drive from that kind of pushes us in a direction of self esteem right um so 
let's enter into something called self-compassion. Self-compassion is something that is really hard to do. And, but once you finally start to figure out how to do it, it is truly life-changing. And so this is why I'm here to give you guys a little bit of insight in terms of my community that I want to build with you guys. Cause this isn't about me. This is about you and everything I've learned to help kind of transition everybody into this self-care, self-compassion area, right? So think about yourself as one of your best friends and how they support you. Like for instance, you say, you know what, man, I have been struggling. I'm when I, as a matter of fact, I just had a conversation with a friend about this. And one of the things that they were struggling with was finding work. Um, we were talking about a thousand people moving into Florida right now and they're struggling at, at a very core at what they do on a daily basis of finding a position that they can't find that they're struggling with. They're actually struggling to find work. And you know, I had to remind her that, Hey, listen, you're doing a good job. You're putting it all out there. You know, just keep on, you know, just keep on going. And as a person who does that for others, you now have to start doing that for yourself because you're finding yourself limited. You don't have access to all of your friends. And yes, it's different when you're on the phone versus in person. You just don't have that same connection. And I completely understand it. So now you've got to start looking internally and being your biggest um, cheerleader. You know, you really got to go, I've been looking for work all day and I haven't gotten out one hit. I've gotten five rejections and nothing else, right? So at the end of the day, what are you doing? You're, you're hitting, you're, you're starting to notice all the things you're doing wrong. You start to question, does this look good? Does this not look good? Am I, you know, am I no longer marketable? Blah, 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 blah. There's so many things that are out there, right? That are, you are saying to yourself in a negative aspect, but if you were your best friend, what would they say to you? This is where you need to pause and think about what you need to start saying to yourself. So at the end of the day, it's like, listen, I did my best and I'm going to do my best tomorrow. And I am working my, you know, my tail off. And I know that this is going to pay off. I recognize that it will. It's just a difficult market to be working in the middle of. Does that make sense? Like, does all this kind of ring true about being your own best friend and telling yourself that that's what you're working towards right now, right? So self-compassion and, and essentially it's, there's a lot of, components attached to the self-compassion. One is being kind to ourselves. Secondly is mindfulness awareness. You gotta remember to pay attention to what thoughts are going on in the in your head. Does that make sense? So like, and also connectivity. Connectivity is really important. That's why I'm doing this right now. This is why the podcast started, was because the connection that I used to have is no longer there. So now I'm reaching out to you guys and using my own knowledge as a life coach and as just a general human being to get out the word, right? So there's a lot of elements, essentially three that I just mentioned. And so it's, it's kindness to ourselves, it's self-awareness in terms of mindfulness activities and well connectivity to the, you know, human aspect, right? So there's a lot that's really involved here, but all of it is encircled around how we build our self-esteem and how we are self-compassionate towards ourselves, right? So one of the things like you're tapping into these feelings of being safe, um, bondings and connectivity are so important. Encouraging our friends. Yes, we want to do that. We also want to give ourselves virtual hugs in a sense, remembering that we all still need a little bit of that. It's really important because we are hardwired to look for those cues in others 
to kind of validate ourselves. And that's where we are going to be going awry, especially right now, because we don't have those, those little cues that are usually available to us, right? Some of us have not been working um, consistently. Some of us have been at home and now we're at home with kids sometimes where we don't have that outside social connection that we used to. So all those verbal, emotional, physical cues that were there available are not there anymore. So now we got to find something else, right? So now we are talking about being kind to ourselves. Um, so let's say you're a student, man, I, I failed that test, but guess what? Now you got to be your own cheerleader and be like, you know what? I did my best right now. I'm, I did my best at this moment, but I'm going to do better next time. That's what that means. That means that self-talk. It is hard for everybody. We are all struggling. You are not alone in this. I have my own struggles. And one of those struggles is self-soothing through overeating. And I know many of you guys know this about me, but if you don't, that's one of my biggest struggles. I will share that with you guys forever um, because that is something that I'm vulnerable about. But sharing that vulnerability also gives me strength, right? It's kind of weird, but it is. That's what that is. So many of us are going to be looking for things that are going to make us feel better. And one of the things that I really want to touch on today is self-soothing. Self-soothing can be two things. It can be spending too much time on social media and it can be substance abuse of any kind. It can be over excessive thoughts, like too many thoughts coming in that are in a negative aspect. Um, it can be body image issues. It can be, you, you might be going through denial. We are all probably going through some of that right now. Um, and there's a level of loss that we are all experiencing. And I'll be talking about that in the, the next podcast about really loss, um, where we are feeling loss. Um, but right now I'm talking about how do we get through it? Um, one of the things that I'm going to say is when I talk about mindfulness, um, is super important to remember that even though you are struggling with these particular things to self-soothe, I'm going to suggest some other options of self-soothing so that you're not being destructive, maybe more positive, and hopefully bring you past a place that you can actually like start breaking through some of your limited beliefs about yourself and about what's going on around you. So one of the things that I always talk about, and you know that I'm going to say mindfulness is the antidote. These emotional extremes are go are going to happen. We all experience them, so please be aware of them. That's why I was talking about self-soothing, because self-soothing is part of those emotional extremes. So remember that you got to get past them. But how do I do that? I can preach to you to get past them all you want, but I'm here to give you some of the tools rather than just preach to you, right? Because I, I, there's no point in it unless I actually give you some of these tools. So part of it is creating courage through these unpleasant feelings. Yes, this might actually be a really good opportunity to dig into some deep emotional crap that you might have been struggling with and and start working through it, right? What better opportunity when nobody's around <laughs> to start seeing, you know what I mean, like all these crazy emotions, why not work on them while we're here? Um, not saying dig too deep. I'm saying not. we're not shadow work yet. We're just digging a little bit so that we start working on our own personal self-image as well as our own personal emotions towards ourselves. And um, so let's let's dig in. Courage, uh, creating a courageous habit about towards yourself is really important. One of those things is accessing the body. 
movement of any kind. I'm not saying you got to go run a marathon. I'm not saying be a pro athlete. I'm saying get up, do a couple jumping jacks. If you can't do a couple jumping jacks, um, go outside, take in some fresh air. Um, it's being connected and getting physical. It's mindful meditation. That means moving from where you were to where you, like say you're struggling with a child who just doesn't want to focus. Okay. So rather than pounding on them, how about you get up and walk away for a second, do a quick meditation, do a quick mindfulness check. Doesn't have to do meditation. It could be like five deep breaths to recenter yourself and get back to where you need to get to. There's something physical. I'm all I'm asking for you to do is access the body of some kind. I love to dance. I have been struggling because I can't dance anymore because I can't go out where we usually would go out. You get my draft, right? So right now I'm not doing that. However, I did start dancing again because I really do need to get physical in that way. So yes, I'm a crazy woman. I'm dancing in the house. I know it. I don't care. So what that looks like for you, do it. Get physical in some way, shape or form, but also check in mentally, deep breaths, um, meditation, go to YouTube, two minute meditation, five minute meditation, 10 minute meditation, whatever that looks like, find it and then find your preference. There's so many out there. You don't, there is no excuse right now. You really do have an opportunity to go in there and start learning this method of self-care. So yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not very good about listening to hearing you say that you can't get into it because you really do have a good opportunity right now to do that, especially since you're staying home, if you're staying home, right? The next thing, how to create a courageous habit towards yourself is listening without attachment. I do this all the time with my life coaching clients. I One of my biggest teaching tools is having a person pay attention to their thoughts and recognizing that you have something negative going on, a recording in there that you didn't realize it, but rather than being, God, I'm so stupid, I can't believe I did that, blah, 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 blah. How about you go and reframe that thought and go, Wow, I didn't realize I was thinking that. Okay, I accept that I was thinking that. Now I'm just going to go ahead and let it go. That is accepting a thought without attachment. That is not hitting yourself over the head and recognizing that that is a thought that you probably should work on, but not at this very moment because very likely that thought is attached to an emotion and you're not going to be able to get to that, that specific space until you're ready to really look at it without any real attachment to it. So you are your own worst critic. And so there's warning signs when you are starting to self-criticize. One of my biggest things is instead of going to the refrigerator when I'm, I'm doing these recordings, and that's one of the things that I noticed when I was being really bad on myself, I would automatically get up and go to the refrigerator. And I didn't realize that until later much later, like almost about a year of this constant, like catching myself that every time I was in a negative space, instead of doing a positive reinforcement, rather than saying, God, I didn't realize I was thinking like that. Um, you know, next time I need to like reframe this thought, right. Or when I go to the refrigerator, put some cues in front of me that says, are you hungry? Get some water. Those cues are in front of me going, yeah, you're right. I was just headed over there because I was trying to self-soothe, right? Uh, so a lot of that is super important. Watch what you're thinking without being angry at yourself. And it's only natural for us to try to be self-protective and be almost responsive in that way. But it's you, you, you know, you, unless you're in self-denial, 
you got to start paying attention to the things that you're thinking so that you can get ahead of it now and rather than re just react to it. So now you're in a place of power. You've got your power back and not allowing these negative emotions to start really controlling you. But now you have control. So it's super important to remember those things. Now let's talk about reframing because those thoughts are going to be there. You just don't need to judge it. However, you might want to start reframing them. So one of the things, because we're self-critics, it's one of the, one of those things I, I was, I used to tell myself a lot and I'm going to be honest is like, Oh my God, you're so stupid. Now I am not stupid. I'm very intelligent, <laughs> but my own self-speak was horrible. I was hor horrible to myself. And so instead of saying that, let's revise it. It's like, actually I'm pretty smart, but I'm willing to try. So for instance, if you're struggling with something new and you're trying to learn something, to figure it out, like for instance, the podcasting world, I was trying to figure it all out, finally got myself in there, but there were some kinks and things that I was working through. Instead of saying to myself, oh my gosh, you're so stupid, I can't believe you did that, I actually said to myself, hey, at least I'm willing to try this, I'm gonna regroup, let's go back in. So that's what I'm saying about reframing the way you think about yourself, rather than, again, being self-compassionate, rather than self self um, defecating is the only word that came to mind. Probably not a good word, but anyways. Okay. So, um, but that's what I mean. Next thing is create a community of self-minded people. You guys who's listening, who stayed with me for about 17 minutes now, I thank you. <laughs> but thank you for my, listening to my babble. But there's something about who I am as a person who the community we are trying to create that is telling you, these are my people. This is my tribe. Now I'm saying go out into the world of social media that is going to really uplift you in the way that you need to uplift yourself. I'll give you an example. I'm a life coach. So I go into communities of life coaching. I am also, I love humor. So I'll go find some pages with humor. I love watching kitty videos. So I'm going to watch kitty videos. So you see what I'm saying is find the community for which you connect. If it's a spiritual community, if it's a religious community, whatever that looks like that uplifts you, connect with them and, and interact in a positive uplifting way, if that makes sense. Rather than right now, we are so stuck in the negative. We are in a, in a, uh, we really need a break from this. And, and so I'm, I'm giving you permission to break from it and really find a place that uplifts you and, and really develops your core as a human, if that makes sense. So another thing we want to talk about is, so that's essentially what I'm talking about is building your courageous habit internally. The next thing you want to do is also create quotations of happiness. Um, this doesn't mean that you're sticking your head in the sand. This means that you're going to shape things so you understand that, yes, things are really bad. I get it. But at this moment, I still have things that I'm grateful for. Does that make sense? So for instance, I'm so grateful for the opportunity that I have right now to talk to you guys in this fashion where others don't, right? I'm grateful for the fact that I've got some really comfortable bl um, blankets that cover my body at night. You guys kind of get in the drift, right? So it's not about all bad. It's about some of the things that you need to check into yourself. You have beautiful kids. You have wonderful life. You have a wonderful and loving spouse. Um, those are the things that it still are wonderful. Walking outside and looking at this beautiful world that you get to live in. Literally 
smell the roses. <laughs> you know what I mean? So creating quotations of happiness. So some of that is creating a, a, a gratitude journal at night or in the morning, whatever time, if you get home at a certain time and there's quiet moments, those are the moments that you want to kind of check in, but do it daily because the brain will remember these things. There's, you know, there's so many things that it's a neuroplasticity. So neuroplasticity essentially is the muscle, the memory and the, the muscle memory in your body, in your brain that allows you to remember and connect. And it also creates resilience in the brain. So instead of reacting in a very negative way that you used to, you're going to find that you're a much calmer response and you're no longer reacting to the negativity that people are, are kind of launching at you, if that makes sense. So, so creating these moments of hot happiness, um, also take, take time, take five minutes away from whether it's something that's stressing you out, or you just want to just reconnect and, and get back into this mode of, of gratitude, of happiness. And this is creating a, like a, a happiness quotation, right? Focus on something that is cultivating to yourself, whether it be gratitude, you know, some people like to just take a moment and color, you know, whatever that looks like for you, you just find it and do it, right? So um, also one of the things that I wanted to share with you is fine when you do get into this like really, I call it like juicy moments of gratitude, just you're overwhelmed with, with a, you know, this, this emotion really marinate as long as you can in that, if that makes sense, sit in that emotion for as long, this positive, loving, gratitude filled emotion moment for as long as you can. There's something to be said about that. That's what creates most of that resilience that I'm talking about. This reactivity that maybe used to be a little more negative about, but now you're more positive. This is what I'm talking about. That is golden. That's gold. Really like your hard wiring, your happiness. It's easy. It's pleasurable and it doesn't take long. I mean, most people can do it in 21 days, right? It is little steps. Do a little bit at a time because now you're just building synapses in your brain that kind of will start to recognize these behaviors. It might fight you a little bit because you, if you're not a naturally positive person, you're going to be like, this is silly, but give it time. Just give it some time and see how it goes, right? So the power of positivity influences the small things around your body around in really like genius ways. You just don't realize it until it really starts to take effect. So that's, that's super important. I want you guys to start thinking about that. Learning from negative experiences are great. Your mistakes are good information, right? However, the critical aspect of that is going to go away. And now you're going to start to look at things glass half full and going, oh, okay, I can learn better. I can do something different this way rather than being coming down on yourself because that's what's, that's what's going to allow you to be resilient and bounce back from the bad news, from the overreactions and all that stuff, guys. So a lot of what I'm telling you guys, you already know, but this is just reinforcement of how important these gratitude behaviors the rewiring your life into happiness, the the internal speak of the self-compassion, recognizing that you need to create courage habits within yourself, accessing the body, listening without attachment, reframing your thoughts really important, and finding a community who loves on you and you love on them back, right? So I know that this is a tough time. I know we're being bombarded with lots of information, some of it really negative. And honestly, I'm finding myself 
less and less participate. I don't participate anymore. And, and this is just my own personal self-respect. That's really the bottom line. I care about myself too much to go down those really negative aspects. It doesn't mean I'm not informed because I do, I do my research. I understand what I'm looking at. I do not, what do you call it? Like I don't follow things blindly. I never have. I've kind of always been a little bit of a, um, a rebel in that way, but it's through that knowledge that I've been able to get to where I am today and knowing to buck the system just a little bit. All right. So a lot sometimes, but eh, you know, tomato, tomato, (laughs) but, but what I'm saying is find your joy guys. Remember that this is a moment in time. Yes. It's taken a long time, but it is truly a moment in time. And I pray that in a year or two, we look back at this and go, Woo, that was tough. Right. But we got through it and we got through it together as a community. And I just wish you guys the very best as you continue on this journey with me. Um, So the next thing I'm going to be talking about as I end this, this particular podcast, we're going to be talking about loss, really what we have. There's some, there's some grieving that we are all experiencing. So I'm going to get into the next one. It's going to be a little more heavy, but it's okay because we can handle it. Um, Especially if you're doing some of the things that I've been telling you about, (laughs) but we're going to be talking about grief, grief of loss that we just don't recognize. And hopefully maybe what I'm talking about will ring true for some of you guys, but I do appreciate you guys listening as always. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I wish you the very best week ahead. And um, thanks for listening again. This is Patricia, your self-care queen. Bye.